Hello, and welcome to H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series from H2 Tech, the hydrogen technology journal from Gulf Energy Information. I'm Tyler Campbell, managing editor of H2 Tech and your host for this week's H2 Tech Talk. This week, we'll take a look at a column from our H2 Tech Quarter 3 of 2022 issue titled Regional Report India, India's Efforts Towards Global Carbon Neutrality, written by a member of parliament, Sukumara Nayar. Nayar is the director of the Center for Green Technology and the president of the Three Kakara Municipal Cooperative Hospital Society in Kalchin, Kerala, India. So, before we get started with the discussion, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe and share the H2 Tech podcast for more expert discussions on technology and trends in the hydrogen sector. It's easy to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button on iTunes or Blurberry. Now, let's get to the India Regional Report. Regional Report India, India's efforts towards global carbon neutrality. As COP26 in Glasgow, Scotland, UK, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced that India plans to achieve net zero emissions targets by 2070. India's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, announced 2050 as a net zero target. However, due to the size, population, and social fabric of the country, an additional 20 years is likely necessary to achieve net zero emissions targets. Modi announced that India has advanced its commitments ahead of many nations in respect to definitive actions undertaken to mitigate climate change. The success achieved in creating more than 100 gigawatts of renewable energy capacity, especially in solar power generation, has shown India's capability and its strategy and action plan for the implementation of the ambitious emissions reductions target proposed by the IPCC. Green Growth The Indian predicament may be viewed in the context of its national economic development goals. The country has a population of 1.35 billion people, which nearly 65% are in the working age group of 14 to 65. India is also forecast to become a $5 trillion economy in four to five years. Therefore, the time frame in achieving emissions reductions targets should take into consideration the growth perspective of populous countries, for example, India and China, which will inevitably contribute to increased emissions. Current energy programs underway in India, for example, electricity for all and gas for every household for cooking, if scaled up in proportion to population, add more carbon dioxide or CO2 emissions. This is inevitable and challenging for a government that has an agenda of elevating the lower strata ring of society to higher social classes. Apart from this Investments in carbon-intensive projects have begun operations or are under development must be factored into the challenge of reducing carbon emissions and increasing economic growth. A balance must be struck by decarbonizing future growth programs through the adoption of green technologies and transforming existing operations towards a carbon reduction program. How quickly companies can acquire or develop these technologies will determine the time frame and growth trajectory towards decarbonization. Sectors with high carbon and energy intensities that must adopt greener technologies to limit emissions are cement, 
iron and steel, aluminum, fertilizers, oil and gas, and power generation. Renewable power development should be first since it is the power that will go into the electrolysis of water to produce hydrogen and ammonia, which will be used for transportation and for heating and cooling applications. Self-sufficiency in green power generation is attributed to massive technological innovation in batteries for a higher kilovolt ampere, or kVA per kilogram. Solar panels for higher photovoltaic or PV conversion efficiency, new generation electrolyzers for hydrogen production, higher motor efficiency, and reduced energy transmission loss. This will require additional capital spending, which will need help from private and cooperative sectors. Also, digitalization, Internet of Things, information technology-enabled services, augmented reality, and artificial intelligence will be beneficial in promoting innovations to reduce emissions. Perspective Plan All 27 European Union member states committed to converting the EU into the first climate-neutral continent by 2050. To achieve this goal, they pledged to reduce emissions by at least 55% by 2030, compared to 1990 levels. With fossil fuel energy being replaced by renewables, it is natural that many jobs across various sectors will disappear. Therefore, government intervention will be required to retain workers. India has conceived a roadmap for complete energy independence by 2047, with the interim targets of 175 gigawatts renewable energy generation by 2023 and 450 gigawatts by 2030. Since October 2021, India's installed renewable energy capacity is more than 100 gigawatts, with 50 gigawatts being solar power. According to the International Energy Agency's Global Hydrogen Review of 2021, India produces 7 million tons per year of gray hydrogen. Gray hydrogen is produced from natural gas, refinery off-gas, and coal and used in refineries, ammonia, methanol, other chemicals, and steel production through the direct reduced iron process. This is also supplemented by an additional 82,000 tons per year of hydrogen produced from chloroalkali plants, which is used for chemical synthesis and as a fuel. Hydrogen demand is forecast to increase to 11 million tons per year by 2030. Major industry operators, Adani, ArcelorMittal, Indian Oil Corporation, NTPC, Reliance Industries, and the Solar Energy Corporation of India announced capital-intensive plans to develop low-carbon hydrogen production. In 2021, India launched the National Hydrogen Mission with the intent to explore policy actions to support the use of hydrogen as an energy vector and develop a global hydrogen manufacturing hub and fuel cell technology hardware production center. The government has already mandated quotas for using renewable hydrogen in refining and ammonia production. According to the proposal, starting in 2023, 10% of refineries hydrogen demand must come from renewable hydrogen, increasing to 25% in the following five years. Fertilizer producers must meet 5% of hydrogen demand with renewable hydrogen in 2023, increasing to 20% in the future. 
This proposal is expected to be extended into the steel industry as well. The deployment of hydrogen in the many different sectors of India will occur on different time frames and for different reasons. Industry will take the lead in the steel, ammonia, refining, and methanol sectors, followed by battery-operated electric vehicles. In power, hydrogen could be a cost-effective way of providing interseasonal storage in a high-variable renewable electricity system from 2040. Wherever possible, the direct use of renewable power should be preferred. Hydrogen and its conversion to ammonia should be a second option for energy storage, preferably for long-distance hauling, aircrafts, and marine vessels. The development of industrial conglomerates would attract technical and commercial viability of hydrogen use for manufacturing applications. Renewed drive for decarbonization. Regarding technological advances in several industrial sectors, the approach taken by the Indian government towards fostering a hydrogen economy for the country has been quick and timely. Mahdi has encouraged the importance of aligning with ongoing technological developments in the hydrogen sector as a sustainable alternative to fossil energy and the need to build in-house expertise through active participation in research and innovation in this area. The India government also plans to support these projects via funding. The government should set targets for electrolyzer development by 2030 and incentivize domestic manufacturing of electrolyzers under the government's Make in India program. This will provide substantial business opportunities for the future development. How quickly global carbon neutrality can be attained beyond 2050 will depend on the commitments of major emitters such as China, India, and the U.S. The quicker these countries succeed decarbonizing their activities, the faster the global carbon neutrality will be achieved. In the interim, the author expects substantial progress among the developed countries towards this goal by 2050. After 2050, China, India, and the U.S. will accelerate the progress towards decarbonization and the attainment of global neutrality will be hastened. As things stand currently, this is expected to happen around 2060 to 2070. Thank you for joining us for another episode of H2 Tech Talk. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to share and subscribe to the H2 Tech Talk podcast on Apple or Blurberry. Thanks again for stopping by.